your time, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Halloween from all of us at American Variety Network. Hello and welcome to a spooky episode of Primetime Baking. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe Halloween is only three days away? So tonight, I'm going to talk to you about some wonderful Halloween desserts and I'm also going to teach you about some delicious Halloween treats and desserts. And I'm also going to give you some of my awesome Halloween dessert and treat recipes. I have over six Halloween recipes that are so good, it's scary. Now, topics that will be discussed on air tonight include things kids can bake and make for Halloween. I'll talk about how to use leftover candy to make delicious treats, Halloween treats for diabetics and those who can't handle much sugar. So, for anyone who has diabetes, I'm going to tell you some treats you can have for Halloween so you don't get left out. And I'm also going to talk about much more. Plus, I'm going to have some of my many delicious Halloween baked good recipes, including Halloween cupcakes, Halloween sugar cookies, Halloween brownies, a Chef Cardinelli cooking show, famous Halloween whoopie pie, established in 2013 on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show, and my listener-exclusive Caramel Popcorn Balls for one of my loyal listeners, Jeremy Stellhorn, and another listener-exclusive Halloween Fruit Punch, as requested by several of my awesome listeners. I'll have all those recipes and much more. So, if you have any questions about Halloween baking, or you want to share your very own Halloween recipe, please feel free to dial in at 1-347-989-8142. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sweet tooth lovers, dessert lovers, let's get this Halloween dessert show started right after the American Variety Network makes its introduction known here on this Halloween baking episode of Primetime Baking.
You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at one 347 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial one 347 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's one 347 Now let's get on with the show. It's time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the America Variety Network. Is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead and get the 2015 Halloween edition episode of Primetime Baking started. So we'll start by talking about some of my favorite things I used to make as a kid for Halloween time. Now, all these things are things that I made as a kid, and sometimes I still do make for Halloween. The first is a good old batch of classic sugar cookies. Now, as a kid, I used to make sugar cookies for Halloween, and then I would frost sugar cookies with orange buttercream or green buttercream and decorate with candy and sprinkles. It was a very fun little activity to do as a kid for Halloween. You know, we got carving pumpkins and stuff, but when I was a kid, I think it was much better and more fun to actually bake up some treats and goodies and decorate that instead of carving a pumpkin. I think uh, baking for me as a child was much funner than carving pumpkins. So one of the things I remember making as a kid, as I just mentioned, was the sugar cookies. And uh, we did it at home. But we also got invited to a local college. You know, every year when I was a kid, a local college always had like a Halloween trick-or-treat where kids could go trick-or-treating. And they actually had a cookie decorating contest where you would take a sugar cookie or a chocolate chip cookie and decorate it with frosting and buttercream. And they had all sorts of candies and sprinkles for toppings. And one year... I believe my brother won. I never ever did win that contest, 
but I believe my brother won, and then uh, I believe some other kids won that same year as well. That was a very, very fun thing. So hopefully in your area there is a college that does something very similar. So I think as a kid it's fun to actually uh, bake some desserts during Halloween and decorate them Halloween style. Another favorite baked good I used to make during Halloween time was a simple vanilla cupcake that I would frost with orange buttercream and sort of make it like a jack-o'-lantern cupcake. I would uh, pipe or I would have my mother pipe on the orange buttercream into like a circular pattern and then I would take like a uh, green uh, Hershey's Kiss to make it look like a pumpkin and then I would carve with a knife three triangles on top of the buttercream to make it look, a nice, make it look like a nice jack-o'-lantern cupcake. Or I would decorate cupcake with green buttercream and add sprinkles and such. So cupcakes are a very good classic Halloween dessert that kids usually make, and I made that as a kid. Now, I also made Halloween brownies. As a kid, I'd bake a batch of brownies and frost them with an orange buttercream or a green buttercream. I would do candy cookies. Basically, we would take a chocolate chip cookie recipe and a Using chocolate chips, we would use broken up candies like Twix, M&M's, or Hershey's, or sometimes even Reese's peanut butter cups. And last but not least, we would make a candy cake, which basically we simply just uh, made a simple vanilla or chocolate cake. We would frost it with our favorite buttercream, and then we would... Uh, put some Twix or Kit Kats on the side of the cake, and on the top of the cake we would create a triangle effect with the Twix or Kit Kat, and then we would fill the triangles with M&Ms, we'd fill them with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Reese's Pieces, and some other candies. So I think that the candy cake would be a good idea for kids on the Halloween season. And last but not least, I remember doing this as a kid, and two years ago, I actually had a video on YouTube, I believe, making these. Now, as a kid and as a teenager, I always made caramel apples during the Halloween season. And I believe a little later on in the show, I have a caramel apple recipe that I'm going to give out. So those are all the things that I made as a kid for Halloween season. I'd like to know, what are some of the things you guys, as my listeners, made as kids for Halloween? Feel free to dial in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and uh, let me, good old Alice Cardinelli, know. All right, so now I want to talk about things that your kids can help make and bake with you, the parents, for some fun. Halloween baking. So if you have kids at home right now, I'd like to take the time and tell you a few things that you can make with your kids during this Halloween season. The first is the classic sugar cookie. Now, I recommend setting up different stations for making the sugar cookie. You should have one station for buttercream and I would recommend using orange buttercream and green buttercream. 
I would recommend having one station for toppings, and you can have a multiple variety of toppings. You can have uh, sprinkles, you can have broken up candies like M&M's, Reese's, or Twix, or you can use uh, colored sugar. So you can use a variety of toppings you like. Usually I go with candy and sprinkles. You don't have to break them up if you don't want to, but I think it's cool to have like little broken pieces of candy. But you could, however, use full pieces of candy if that's what you prefer. And I think I think kids would actually enjoy adding candy to already a cookie. They love sweet, so they're going to love that sweet buttercream on top of cookies with that delicious... Uh, uh, they're going to love it. I'll just say they're going to love it because kids love sugar. So, sugar cookies are one of the easiest things that a kid can make for Halloween season. Now, stay tuned later on in the show for my delicious sugar cookie recipe, and my delicious buttercream frosting recipes. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to make and bake some sugar cookies. Then you're going to take the sugar cookies out of the oven and let the sugar cookies cool. And then you're going to make your buttercream. And uh, once your buttercream is made and it's colored orange or green, then you and your kids will be able to decorate some sugar cookies and top them with your favorite toppings. Now, you could also do this with cupcakes. Cupcakes are very fun and unique because you can create many different styles of cupcakes and many different shapes of cupcakes. Now, I'd recommend using a chocolate or vanilla cupcake, but you can get creative with this. You can use a red velvet cupcake if you are aiming for some kind of bloody effect on Halloween, or you could even use like an Oreo cupcake if you were going to do like a graveyard cupcake. I would recommend taking a vanilla cake mix and mixing it together following the package instructions and adding in your chopped Oreo cookies. And that would be a very, very good graveyard cupcake. So what I recommend doing is figuring out what kind of cupcakes you want to do for Halloween first. And once you have that figured out, I would make the cupcakes. And then I'd set up different areas of buttercreams. I'd have an orange buttercream. I'd have a green buttercream. And I would have a black buttercream. And uh, I'd have all sorts of toppings. Like I said, you could have... M&M's, chopped up candy bars, sprinkles, nuts, pecans, whatever toppings you and your kids like you can have for your cupcakes. Then all you've got to do is simply decorate your cupcakes. You know, the thing with baking in the holidays is you could actually get pretty creative in the kitchen and create a lot of wonderful desserts. That is how a lot of these awesome-looking Halloween cupcakes and all these Halloween desserts are created. It's basically somebody going in the kitchen and having some fun creating all these wonderful Halloween goodies. And by creating Halloween goodies at home, not only are you creating good desserts, not only are you having fun, but you know what's in your food. You know that your goodies you're making at home are homemade because a lot of the baked goods that are at your grocery store 
usually are packed with some sort of chemicals to keep them from going bad, and they're filled with so many preservatives, it ain't, it ain't funny. So you could keep it natural by making some awesome Halloween goodies at home. Now, another good Halloween treat you can make with your kids is caramel apples. Now, these are really fun to do. I enjoy making caramel apples as a kid. I really enjoy making caramel apples at culinary school, and I enjoyed doing it two years ago. I haven't made caramel apples in a long time. I should make them really soon because they are really delicious, and I think kids would love caramel apples. Now, let's forget that apples are a fruit, and fruits are good for children. But let's not also forget that kids love sugar. And caramel is very, very good. So it's a win for the parents because the parents are getting the kids to eat fruit. And it's a huge win for the children and the kids because they love sugar. So you get the best of both worlds, uh, the best of both worlds there. So basically for caramel apples, all you really need is caramel sauce. And I'm going to call that a caramel station to make it more fun. And then you could actually have toppings for your caramel apple. You can use chopped up Oreos. You can use chocolate chips, M&Ms, raisins, nuts, or sprinkles. I've seen a lot of people using a lot of different toppings for apples. So here's where you can actually get very creative. The caramel apples are a really good Halloween treat. And apples are actually in season during Halloween season, so it's a big win-win for everyone that loves a delicious, crunchy apple. And like I said, it's a healthy treat that you can make in the kitchen during Halloween season. You don't have to crack open your oven and start baking. I mean, all you really got to do is make a simple caramel sauce. Now, if you're not really good at making a homemade caramel sauce, well... All you got to do is run to the grocery store and buy some of those Kraft caramel candies, put them in a sauce pot with a tablespoon of water and like a half teaspoon of heavy cream and melt that together and bada bang, you've got an easy caramel sauce to make your caramel apples. Now another thing kids can make for Halloween is what I like to call a candy cake. First, you'll need to start off by baking your favorite cake, then frost it with your favorite buttercream, and then you get out some candy. You can use M&M's or Skittles for the triangle part. You can use Kit Kats or Twix for your base. And then to top your triangle, you would need to use Reese's peanut butter cups, sprinkles, and extra chocolates that you like. So, once your cake is frosted, Begin by placing Kit Kats or Twix or even Hershey's to completely fill the sides. Then begin placing the Twix or Kit Kat on top of the cake. Vertically, then fill your triangles with three seeds in one spot, sprinkles the other spot, and whatever you choose. Now, another and final thing that I think is really fun for kids to make are what I call jerk cups. Now, basically, jerk cups are really uh, Oreo crumbs that are 
placed with either chocolate or vanilla pudding, and more Oreo crumbs are put on top. So basically, it's like a uh, pudding that has Oreo crumbs in it. Really fun. And uh, I've never, ever met a kid that does not like Oreos and does not like pudding. And this is really another cool Halloween treat to make with kids without turning on the hot oven. So basically what you would do is you would take out, let's say, like 24 Oreos and crush them up really good. And you want really small pieces of Oreos. You can still leave the cream in them if you want. That's no problem at all. But crush them up in a food processor or in a plastic Ziploc bag with a rolling pin. They could be as small as you want, but usually I usually um, leave them at like one inch, one inch little pieces. Then you take some plastic cups. Um, they call them... Uh, They call them parfait cups. You can buy them at the dollar store uh, and fill the bottoms with the Oreo crumbs. And then you would make your chocolate or vanilla pudding. Put that into the uh, cups and then fill it with more of your Oreo crumbs. And then take, then take out some of your gummy worms. And put them on top of your uh, pudding and Oreo crumbs. And that, my friends, is a really delicious Halloween treat goodie. I think your kids are going to go crazy for that awesome Halloween treat. So those are all the things that you and your kids can, can, can together make in your kitchen this Halloween season. Sugar cookies cupcakes, caramel apples, candy cake, uh, and dirt cups. So I hope that a lot of these kids are going to be making some awesome Halloween treats this weekend. All right, my next topic on tonight's show is how to use leftover candy in the kitchen to make desserts. Now let's say that once Halloween is gone this Saturday, and once Halloween is gone on Sunday this weekend, you've got a ton of candy left over. Or let's say perhaps you bought too many, too much candy for Halloween, and you like to use up that candy and make up some delicious desserts. Well, I, Chef Alice Cardinelli, am here to tell you that there are some wonderful desserts that you can make with leftover candy. One of those desserts is brownies. Make brownies using leftover candy. Make a treat I call a candy lover's brownie. I like to make and bake mine in a skillet pan. I call it a skillet candy brownie pan. Now, obviously, if you do not have a skillet pan, you could obviously just bake them in a regular baking dish. Now, stir candy into some rich brownie batter, and bake it in a skillet for a tasty after-dinner pie. This easy-to-make dish will be an instant dessert hit. Now, some candy that goes great in brownies include Twix, Milky Way, Snickers, Reese's, and M&M's. Now, the reason I suggest these candy is because Twix, Milky Way are going to release that wonderful caramel into the brownies. Snickers is going to release that wonderful caramel and peanuts 
into the brownies, and Reese's is going to release that wonderful combination of peanut butter and chocolate into the brownies. And M&M's are going to add another delicious, sinfully good chocolate into the brownies. Now, another good dessert you can make with leftover candy is to make some awesome peanut butter cookies using M&M's and Reese's peanut butter cups. Why not stuff some delicious peanut butter cups into your favorite cookie dough for a delicious milk-dipping treat? I use a peanut butter cookie dough and sometimes Reese's Pieces instead of M&M's, but they're optional. You do not have to have M&M's or Reese's Pieces in your uh, peanut butter uh, candy cookies. You can just simply use Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And sometimes I have done that and I have gotten some great results in doing that. I think it tastes a lot better sometimes just using the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup because I feel that M&M's are extra chocolate. But if you're a person who loves extra chocolate, I say go for it. You might like it. Now, I know that s'mores are very popular in the summertime, but did you know that you can make candy s'mores using extra leftover candy? All you got to do is take that piece of chocolate, put it together with a marshmallow and two graham crackers, pop them in the microwave for about 10 to 15 seconds, and bada-bang, you got Halloween candy s'mores. Now, one of my personal favorite ways of using leftover candy is to make a candy cheesecake. Now, how do you do that? Well... What I do is I mix my famous cheesecake batter together, and then I chop up about half of my leftover Halloween candy, and I add it to my cheesecake batter. I put that in my prepared pie crust, and then I bake that cheesecake for the recommended baking time. Then I pull the cheesecake out of the oven. I let it rest till it gets to room temperature, and then I put the cheesecake in the fridge to set overnight. Then I take the cheesecake out of the fr fridge, and then I add my rest of the chopped up candy, and I garnish the top of the cheesecake with the remaining candy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a lot of leftover candy, I really recommend you make a candy cheesecake. It's going to be a huge hit. You could also make what's called a cream pie. Now, basically, a cream pie is a pie that is made with whipped cream, powdered sugar, and sometimes cream cheese. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to take some whipped cream with about a cup of powdered sugar and then a stick of cream cheese. Mix that together on a KitchenAid uh, pedal attachment for your stand mixer and mix that for about three or four minutes. Then that should be set. If it's not set to where it looks almost like whipped cream, mix it some more. Then you take your leftover candy and fold it into your cream. Put that in a pie crust and let that set and form overnight in the fridge. So those are all some good ideas that you can use for leftover candy. 
Now, let's not forget that candy is one of the only foods that does not have a expiring date. It does not expire as quickly as other foods. Candy usually lasts about three years on average, but it's always nice to be able to um, it's always nice to be able to make some desserts with uh, leftover candy and stuff. So I hope I gave you some inspiration to use your leftover candy to make some kick-ass desserts. All right, one last thing before we get to our awesome recipes for tonight's show. And before we get to our information, I'd like to talk about some Halloween treats for those who have diabetes and for those who can't have much sugar in their diets. Now, folks, if you have diabetes, just because you're diabetic does not mean you can't have some good treats. You know, I love to balance sweet and savory. If I have sweets one day, I have to have savory food. So this is good if you're a diabetic. Because you're a diabetic, you might not be able to have a lot of sweets, but hey, you can have a savory treat. There is nothing wrong with having savory treats. Now, I think one good Halloween treat for a diabetic is Dracula's Devilish Eggs. Devil eggs are definitely a party favorite. Now, Dracula's Devilish Eggs are just a name, a fancy Halloween name for the common deviled eggs. So even if you're not hosting a Halloween party this year, why not make these as an afternoon snack? Your family will get a laugh, not to mention a delicious, diabetes-friendly snack. Now, here's another one of my personal favorite diabetic snacks on Halloween. These are called Bloody Chicken Fingers. Have a little fun with a classic recipe for chicken fingers. Have some Halloween fun. By dipping the edges in ketchup, not only do you have a spooky presentation, but they're served ready to eat. So take any chicken tenders you get. They can be banquet chicken tenders or um, chicken tenders you buy from the frozen section in the grocery store. Or you can make your own chicken tenders by buying chicken cutlets and breading them and frying them. But for Halloween's sake, let's be quick and easy and buy a pack of Banquet or any of the other good chicken tenders out there and dip them in ketchup. Dip the edges in ketchup to make them look like bloody chicken fingers. Another good diabetic treat for Halloween is spooky coconut shrimp. Now, coconut shrimp is a restaurant favorite recipe. And you can have a lot of fun by making them on Halloween. Not to mention they make the perfect Halloween snack for somebody who is a diabetic. Now, another good treat for people who have diabetes and you want chocolate, I recommend a chocolate-covered strawberry or a white chocolate-covered strawberry if you love white chocolate. Now, strawberries are naturally sweet. They are a fruit, and they are good for people 
with diabetes. Fruits are good for people. So, if you want a sweet for Halloween, but you can't have candy, I'd recommend the next, the next best thing, and that would be chocolate-covered strawberries. That, my friends, is my take on some good Halloween treats for those of you who have diabetes. So, what a great way to start our 2015 Halloween Baking Show. Ladies and gentlemen, can you imagine a nice, soft, moist sugar cookie topped with a nice, but not too sweet, orange or green buttercream? Can you imagine a delicious, but not overly sweet, orange buttercream recipe? Can you imagine a nice, moist cupcake topped with another beautiful orange or green buttercream? Can you imagine a nice, delicious, homemade caramel apple? Have you been dreaming of delicious caramel popcorn balls? And have you ever wanted to make homemade fruit punch for Halloween? Well, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, live on the Halloween edition of Primetime Baking, I, Chef Alice Cardinelli, am going to share my delicious Halloween treat recipes with all of you. I've got over six wonderful Halloween dessert recipes, and that is coming up next, right after our intermission. So folks, right now, we're going to take our quick intermission, which is going to include two songs from Jay-Z and our infomercials. The songs we're going to hear tonight are... Forever Young by Jay-Z, and New York by Jay-Z, and then we're going to hear our infomercials. We'll be right back, and we'll have our delicious recipes right after this. Are you gonna drop the ball or not? Let us die young or let us live forever We don't have the power but we never say never Sitting in a sand pit, life is a short trip The music's for the sad man Yells cut, I'll be fine. I'm forever young. Forever young. 
where we're alive Life is for living, I live in a tight See it somewhere up in the sky Then I die, I'll be alive for a million years Bye bye, so not for legend, I'm forever young My name shall survive Through the darkest blocks of a kitchen Souls of a pirate pot My name shall be passed down to generations While debating up in barbershops Young slung, hung here Show to the nigga from here With a little ambition, just what we can become here And that's the father passed the story down to his son's ears Younger kids, younger every year, yeah So if you love me, baby, this is how you let me know Don't ever let me go, that's how you let me know, baby Wayne Wade, 
three dice Zelo, three card Marley, Labor Day Parade, rest in peace Bob Marley, Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade, long live the king, yo, I'm from the Empire State, that's Everybody ride her, just like a bus route. Hail Mary to the city, you're a virgin. And Jesus can't save you, life starts when the church is. Came here for school, graduated to the high life. Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight. Empty and made, got you feeling like a champion. The city never sleeps, better slip you an ambient. find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? 
Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network 1. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like. And our fan page on Twitter is at American Network 1. And hit follow. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. Happy Halloween from Alex Cardinali and all of us here at the American Variety Network. We hope that your month is full of tricks and treats as well as plenty of scariness. Don't forget to enjoy some delicious candy this Halloween season. The American Variety Network suggests Reese's, Kit Kat, Snickers, and some Oreos for delicious Halloween treats. Make sure you have your candy ready for trick or treating. Happy Halloween! Halloween Tricks The American Variety Network live on Saturday, October 31st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. 
7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific. October 31st just happens to be Halloween. On a special Halloween night, the American Variety Network will celebrate Halloween with plenty of tricks and treats, scary Halloween stories, Halloween music, and candy discussion. So ghosts, goblins, and zombies come out of your trial and tune into the American Variety Network for a special Halloween 2015 fun show. Join us Halloween night 9 p.m. Eastern at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Happy Halloween. American Variety Network fans, mark your calendars and get ready to celebrate. Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific. The American Variety Network reaches another milestone as we celebrate our 250th episode. Our 250th episode is going to be filled with plenty of awesome surprises and fun. Here to tell you more about the 250th episode is the host himself, Alex Cardinale. On the 250th episode, there will be three special surprise guests, including one fishkeeping guest who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association 2015 extravaganza and two other awesome surprise guests. There will be some awesome comedy clips guaranteed to make you laugh and blast from the past clips and there will also be a lot of fun. I personally invite you, my listeners, to help me celebrate 250 awesome episodes as you've been a huge part of my success. So join me live Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern for our 250th episode at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30th, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. Plus there will also be a special surface guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. 
Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. Time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Welcome back to a Halloween edition of Primetime Baking. Tonight, I, Chef Alice Cardinelli, am discussing Halloween desserts and Halloween treats right here live on the American Variety Network. Now, before my wonderful intermission... I was talking about some delicious Halloween treats and desserts that you and your kids can make for Halloween. I talked about how you can use leftover candy to make some great Halloween treats. And I gave you some wonderful treats that diabetics can have on Halloween. But right now, we're getting ready for our recipe time for this week's episode of Primetime Baking. But... Before I do that, I would like to give one last caller plug-in, since this show, like every show I do here on American Variety Network, is being recorded live. Now, if you have any questions, or you would like to share your very own Halloween recipe, please feel free to call in right now at one 347 Again, that's one three four seven nine eight nine eighty one forty two, and you may talk about your own favorite Halloween treat, or you may give your own Halloween recipe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get out your pens, get out your paper, and open up your Microsoft Word or Word pads because right now it's recipe time. And I'd like everyone to know, I'd like all my listeners to know, that I am also now posting all the recipes that I give out on Primetime Baking and the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show on a fan group on Facebook. So if I speak too fast and I give out my recipes too fast, have no fear. All the recipes will be posted after each and every episode of Primetime Baking and Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. For example, all the recipes I'm going to give out tonight will be found on this fan group. So ladies and gentlemen, right after the show, I want you to head over to Chef Alex's Recipe Vault on Facebook. So all of the recipes that are featured on the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show and Primetime Baking will be found on Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. 
And you could also re-listen to today's episode to get the recipes. It's recipe time with Chef Alex Cardinale. Are you ready for Chef Alex's delicious and mouth-watering recipes that are sure to taste as good as they sound? Be sure to grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down these delicious recipes. Now, let's get on to recipe time. All right, my first Halloween recipe for this year is a classic but easy sugar cookie. So here we go. Chef Alex's sugar cookies. Two and three-fourths cups of all-purpose flour. Two cups of white sugar. Two eggs. Two teaspoons of vanilla extract. One teaspoon of baking soda. One teaspoon of salt. One and one-quarter cups of softened butter. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit in a medium bowl. Stir together the flour, baking soda, and salt, and set aside. In a large bowl, cream together the margarine and two cups of sugar until light and fluffy. Beat in the eggs one at a time, then the vanilla. Gradually stir in the dry ingredients until just blended. Roll the dough into walnut-sized balls and roll the balls in the remaining quarter cup of sugar. Place cookies two inches apart onto ungreased cookie sheets and flatten slightly. Now bake for eight to ten minutes in the preheated oven until lightly browned at the edges. Allow cookies to cool on baking sheet for five minutes before moving to a wire rack to cool completely. Very, very good cookie recipe. The cookies come out very soft very moist, and very delicious. I personally recommend you give my sugar cookie recipe a try. Now, if you are going to be putting frosting on these sugar cookies, I would leave out the remaining quarter cup of sugar. You really don't need to roll the cookies in extra sugar if you're going to be putting on the buttercream. But that's in my recipe, so I decided to uh, read the recipe as exactly as it's written. Alright, my next Halloween recipe is my delicious buttercream frosting. Now, you can use this buttercream frosting for tonight's sugar cookie recipe and also for tonight's vanilla cupcake recipe. You can use this buttercream frosting for any reason and any occasion. So, here we go. Chef Alex's buttercream frosting. A half cup of unsalted butter softened. One and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract. Two cups of powdered sugar sifted. Two tablespoons of milk. Four tablespoons of orange or green food coloring. Now, cream. Room temperature butter with a hand mixer. The paddle attachment of a stand mixer or the old-fashioned way by using a wooden spoon until smooth and fluffy. Gradually beat in powdered sugar until fully incorporated. Beat in vanilla extract. Pour in milk and beat for an additional 3 to 4 minutes. Add food coloring and beat for 30 seconds until smooth or until desired color is reached. 
And that, my friends, is my delicious buttercream recipe. All right, up next we've got my delicious homemade vanilla cupcakes. Definitely miles better than any box cake mix you're going to find out there. Chef Alex's vanilla cupcakes. Two cups of flour. A half teaspoon of salt. Two teaspoons of baking powder. A half cup of butter softened. One cup of sugar. Two eggs. One cup of milk. And one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Preheat your oven to... 375 degrees Fahrenheit, and line your muffin cups with papers. Cream the butter and sugar until light and fluffy. Beat in eggs one at a time. Add flour mixed with your baking powder and salt, alternating with milk. Beat well. Stir in vanilla. Divide evenly among pans and bake for 18 minutes and let cool in pans. Once your cupcakes are cooled, you can frost and decorate them for Halloween any style you want. Alright, this is a recipe that I cannot wait to give out on tonight's show. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is a recipe I created two years ago on the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. My most successful podcast in my podcasting career. Now, I'm not kidding you when I say the Chef Cardinale Cooking Show has brought me over 70,000 listeners on the Chef Cardinale Cooking Show account here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a recipe that I had listeners create and send me pictures of, and they told me that this recipe was a great Halloween treat. I even had a few people who handed out these Whoopie pies that I'm going to give you as trick-or-treat gifts. They handed out my whoopie pies instead of candy. That started two years ago, and I'm hoping that tradition continues here on Primetime Baking and the American Variety Network. So, ladies and gentlemen, my next recipe is Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show Original Halloween Whoopie Pies, created... By Alex Cardinelli. Now, I will tell you though, the whoopie pie recipe itself I found online, but the actual filling that I put inside the whoopie pies is my creation. But, anyways, this recipe was made famous on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show, and I'm very excited to share it here on Primetime Baking Halloween whoopie pies. You will need one cup of sugar. Six tablespoons of vegetable oil or six tablespoons of canola oil. Two eggs. Two cups of all-purpose flour. A half cup of baking cocoa. One teaspoon of baking soda. A half teaspoon of salt. And four tablespoons of milk. Now, I want you to preheat your oven to 425 degrees Fahrenheit. Lightly coat your cookie sheets with non-stick cooking spray. Now, in a mixing bowl, beat sugar and oil until crumbly. Add eggs and beat well. In a separate bowl, I want you to combine your flour, your cocoa, your baking soda, and your salt. Now, gradually beat the flour mixture into the sugar mixture. Add milk and mix together well. Now, with lightly floured hands... Roll dough into one and a half inch balls. 
place balls two inches apart onto cookie sheets, lightly sprayed with non-stick cooking spray. Flatten balls slightly with the bottom of a lightly greased flat bottom glass. Now bake at 425 degrees Fahrenheit for 5 to 6 minutes or until tops are cracked. Cool for 3 minutes before moving to wire racks to cool completely. Now, here is my creation. The cream cheese buttercream, a.k.a. the cream cheese filling for the whippy pies. You will need 8 ounces of cream cheese. You will need one small jar of marshmallow fluff. And you will need one cup of powdered sugar and a teaspoon of vanilla. So what you're going to do is you're going to cream your cream cheese and marshmallow fluff together. Then you're going to add your powdered sugar and your vanilla and cream on low. Then your filling should be set. Then I want you to take your whoopie pie one side and put like a scoop of the filling inside or you can use a piping bag to place the filling and then put the other in between the filling and the cookie and sandwich them together and these are very good and I recommend dipping them in sprinkles Oreo crumbs or other toppings now you could just leave it like a white and black uh, Classic whoopie pie that works great on Halloween, or I really recommend coloring my cream cheese buttercream with orange food coloring or green food coloring. Now, if you think that the cream cheese marshmallow filling sounds a little bit sweet for a whoopie pie, you can also go ahead and use my orange or green Halloween buttercream that I gave out a few minutes ago here on the Primetime Baking Show. So that's a great recipe. All right, my personal favorite childhood Halloween recipe, caramel apples, Chef Alex's caramel apples. You will need one package of Kraft caramel candy, five to six apples, two tablespoons of water, and a half teaspoon of heavy whipping cream. Insert wooden sticks into the apples. Place caramel bits in medium saucepan. Add the water and the whipping cream. Cook on medium-low heat three minutes or until caramel bits are completely melted, stirring constantly. Dip apples into melted caramel until evenly coated, spooning caramel over apples if necessary. Allow excess caramel to drip off. Scrape bottoms of apples. Place on prepared plate. Refrigerate for at least one hour. Remove from refrigerator 15 minutes before serving. Store any leftover apples in the refrigerator. Very, very good recipe. Now, it's very important that you do not leave caramel apples out at room temperature because you can get very, very sick. Now, a study has been uh, showing that if you leave caramel apples out at room temperature, you could get very sick. Now, I don't know what exactly the disease or bacteria was in the caramel apples that caused people to get sick, but a lot of people in 2014 got sick on Halloween because they left caramel apples out at room temperature. It's very important that you refrigerate anything with caramel on it, especially caramel apples. 
So take that as a really health warning, my wonderful listeners. All right. My next recipe is one of my personal favorite ways to use up leftover candy. That's Chef Alex's Candy Cheesecake. Now, that calls for four packages, eight ounces each of Philadelphia cream cheese softened, one cup of sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs, and, of course, your leftover candy. I personally recommend using Twix, Hershey's, Reese's, M&M's, and Kit Kats. But if you are going to be using chocolate, stick to using chocolate in this cheesecake. Do not throw in fruity stuff like Skittles or Starburst because it will overpower the chocolate. If you want to make a a fruit candy cheesecake, you can use Skittles and your Starburst and all your fruit candy. Keep a chocolate candy cheesecake chocolate and keep a fruit candy cheesecake fruit candy cheesecake. So, you could use a variety of chocolate candies, but what I like to do is I like to uh, make separate style cheesecakes. So if I want Twix in my cheesecake, I will make a Twix cheesecake. If I want Reese's in my cheesecake, I'll make a Reese's cheesecake, but you can mix them if you want. You'll get a mixture of caramel with the Twix. You'll get the peanut butter with the Reese's. You'll get the nuts and caramel with the Snickers. And actually, that sounds pretty good. Maybe like a Snickers and Reese's and a cheesecake because you get the nuts and caramel from the Snickers, and you will get the peanut butter and chocolate from the Reese's, so it sounds good. But anyways, to make this delicious candy cheesecake, all you've got to do is heat your oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit. Beat the cream cheese, one cup of sugar, and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed after each just until blended. Pour over your crust. Now bake for 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run knife around the rim of the pan to loosen cake. Cool before removing rim. Now refrigerate the cheesecake for four hours. Now, I forgot to mention that you want to add your chopped candies right after you mix in the eggs. Then you want to use the rest of the remaining chopped candies for a garnish when you're ready to serve the cake as I described earlier on in the show. And that, my friends, is my delicious candy cheesecake. All right, I've got a Halloween recipe for a very loyal listener who is actually my best friend in the whole world. Ladies and gentlemen, this Halloween recipe is for my friend Jeremy Stellhorn, who actually has memories of his grandmother making this for him for Halloween. And I'm very happy to share my caramel popcorn ball recipe with all my listeners. Now, as a kid, I remember having caramel popcorn as well, but I think I remember having it for Christmas. I might have had it for Halloween, too. Uh, But we had it during Christmas as well. But nonetheless, here is my recipe for for Jeremy Stellhorn and for all of you, my wonderful listeners. It's Chef Alex's Caramel Popcorn Balls. You will need five tablespoons of vegetable oil, 
two and a half cups of unpopped popcorn, a quarter cup of butter, one cup of packed light brown sugar, half cup of light corn syrup, two-thirds of a cup of unsweetened condensed milk, but I used sweetened condensed milk, and it's just fine, so it really makes no difference. So you can use either two-thirds of a cup, unsweetened or sweetened. A half teaspoon of vanilla extract. So, that's all the ingredients. You want to add one tablespoon of the oil to a four-quart saucepan and heat over high heat. When oil is hot, add a half cup of the popping corn. Keep pan moving constantly. When corn stops popping, remove from heat. Place popcorn in the oven to keep warm. Repeat until all corn has been popped. Set aside. In a medium saucepan, with a candy thermometer inserted, combine butter, sugar, and corn syrup. Stir well and bring to a boiling over medium heat. Stir in condensed milk. Simmer, stirring constantly until thermometer reaches 238 degrees Fahrenheit. Stir in vanilla. Now pour caramel over popcorn and stir to coat. Butter hands lightly and shape popcorn into balls about three and a half inches in diameter. That is the homemade caramel popcorn balls. This is actually a recipe that my personal chef, who taught me how to become a much better cook and baker, gave it out to me. So that's a very good uh, caramel popcorn ball recipe. Now, if you are somebody who does not want to make homemade caramel or go through all the trouble of all that hard work, what you could do is take a bag of microwavable popcorn, pop it, in the microwave, take it out of the microwave, open the bag, pour it into a large bowl. Then take my favorite caramel. I like to cheat and make my caramel sauce this way. Then take your caramel craft, or excuse me, take your caramel or your, your craft caramel candies, put them in a sauce pot with the water and the uh, whipping cream, melt that, pour that onto your microwaved popcorn. Stir together, and then take a large spoon, serving spoon, put it on your hand, and roll them into balls. Very simple way to make uh, um, caramel popcorn, and also very much affordable. It's a lot cheaper than doing it homemade as well. So you can do it that way as well. And maybe uh, I will do that on Saturday. I think this Saturday sounds like a good idea to make uh, homemade caramel popcorn balls the cheap way. That's a good idea. All right. And the last and final recipe for this year's Halloween show is another listener exclusive. You, my listeners, emailed me, and I was very surprised to see emails from people who are fans of primetime baking. Glad you guys love the show. You guys asked me for a recipe for fruit punch, and you wanted you wanted to have less than four ingredients. Well. I found a fruit punch that only uses two ingredients. So here we go. Chef Alex's Easy Fruit Punch. Two cans of Minute Maid Frozen Fruit Punch and eight cans of Sprite Chilled. Now pour the fruit punch into a large container or punch bowl. Slowly add each can of cold Sprite. 
carefully stir after each addition of Sprite. The carbonization in the Sprite seems enhanced when mixed with the cold punch. Chilling the Sprite with help, but stir slowly or punch will fizz over. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a very good, delicious fruit punch, and I'm going to make it this Saturday as well. Can't wait to try this homemade fruit punch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all of our wonderful homemade Halloween treat recipes for tonight's show. I hope all of you guys try this year's Halloween recipes. I really do hope and pray you will try these wonderful, delicious Halloween treats. They're really good. I've tried the Halloween sugar cookies. I've tried the Halloween cupcakes. I tried the whoopie pies, obviously. And now I'm going to try the uh, caramel popcorn and the um, Halloween fruit punch. So that's going to be a very, very good Halloween treats for me on Halloween. So I hope you will make these Halloween treats for you and your loved ones. And I hope you guys have a great Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen... Remember, I'm going to be posting all of the recipes I gave out tonight on my recipe fan group called Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. So, to get my recipes from tonight's show, you can either re-listen to the show or you can go to my recipe page called Chef Alex's Recipe Vault on Facebook. It's a group, so I invite you to join that group so that you get all of my delicious recipes. It's a listener-exclusive. Only listeners to the American Variety Network will get all these recipes. So make sure you head on over to this uh, recipe page on Facebook and click Join. Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. All right? That's going to do it for us tonight here on Primetime Baking. Another Halloween 2015 uh, episode is over. I want to thank you all for tuning into this Halloween baking show. Hope you guys have a lot of candy and have a lot of sweets and goodies. And enjoy the 2015 Halloween season. I hope you will enjoy my Halloween recipes and use them. So, listeners, I hope you have a happy Halloween on Saturday. So, our last Halloween show for this year is going to be on Saturday, October 31st, the night of Halloween, at 9 p.m. Eastern. So, join me then as we celebrate Halloween. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Primetime Baking. And we will see you for another episode of Primetime Baking in a couple of weeks. Chef Alice Cardinelli here. Cook on, love your food, and bake on. This was brought to you by the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show and American Variety Network. Good night, everyone. Happy Halloween, and enjoy my awesome Halloween recipes. Happy Halloween, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you very much for tuning in to this wonderful episode of Prime Time Baking. I hope you will guys have a safe and scary cool Halloween.
enjoy all of my delicious holiday recipes. I hope you do and I hope you enjoy them. Halloween from all of us at American Variety Network. (laughs) 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 (laughs)